Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. So again, stop trying to figure out God's will for you through fortune tellers or through drugs or through other people, but rather let God first transform you by changing the way you think. And again, once we begin, once we begin to follow the constitution or the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to change you, then and only then will you begin to realize God's will for you. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hello, everybody. Welcome back with me today. You know who it is. It's me. It's Caleb. And I want to thank you for joining me today on Kingdom Rock Network. Today, I have a new series for y'all um, entitled The Government of Your Soul. So I don't believe that you're here by accident. I don't believe that you're here by mistake, but I believe that you're here for a reason. I pray that you sit down and get comfortable and just receive this word that, that we have for you. OK, so we're just going to dive right in. OK, so again, today we're going to be starting a new series um, over a part of our beings, which is our soul. Uh, we're going to talk about the soul in this series. OK. Now, throughout this series, we will use the structure of the United States government to help us further understand the different parts of our soul and how these parts work hand in hand with each other. All right. So, again, the title of this series will be the government of your soul. So just sit tight, get comfortable and receive this word. Amen. All right. So as we get started, we have to first note that we are spirits living in we are spirits we possess a soul and we live in a body we live in a fleshly body all right so let me say that again we are all spirits that possess a soul and we live in a body or in this flesh all right so if we go back to the book of genesis right um when god created man he created man from himself he said let us make man in our image now we have to note that God is spirit. So when he created us, he created spirit. He created spirit from spirit because he is spirit. Amen. Now, if you read ahead, if you read ahead in the book of Genesis, he also says, and I formed a man from the, he formed a man from the dust of the ground. All right. So what happened? He created us spirit, man. We are spirit beings. We possess a soul, but he gave us the form of a body, uh, rather a form of dirt. Amen. All right. So let's just keep that in mind as we go throughout this series. Now, you may be asking, why put so much emphasis on the soul? You know, what what is it? Or rather, why is it so important? Why do we need to understand it? What makes it so valuable? And if you're asking these questions or really any questions along these lines, it is my prayer that as we progress throughout this series, that you be that we'll be able to answer these questions together. Amen. So today, as we start this series, we will focus on the foundations of your soul. We won't really today. We won't begin to divide the soul into these different parts, but we'll rather focus on the foundation of, of your soul. All right. So um, as we get started, uh, we let's, again, we're going to use the, the structure of the United States government or the structure of government to help us understand the soul. All right. So let's first ask the question. Right. What is the purpose of the government? In regards to the United States, what's the purpose of our government? Well, there's three main reasons why we have government, and they are 
to maintain order, to provide public services, and to provide security and defense. All right, to maintain order, to provide public services, and to provide security and defense. So maintain order. When we think about maintaining order in regards to the government, we do this, or rather the government does this through the use of laws and regulations based on the Constitution. Our entire government as we know it is based upon the United States Constitution. In fact, all order that you all order that the United States government seeks, you know, and, and, and longs for is predicated on the United States Constitution. So the United States Constitution is the basis of order. Amen. Uh, point number two, to provide public services. Now, we, of course, we know what public services are, you know, education, emergency services, public transportation. Now, these are things that the government doesn't have to do. The government really isn't benefited from it. Rather, the people or people are benefiting from it. All right. So these are beneficial services that the government can provide in order to benefit, benefit the general public. All right. And then number three, third point to provide security and defense. And we have an understanding what this looks like in, a, uh, in America through our armed forces and, of course, through our law enforcement agencies. All right. And the purpose of these established organizations isn't to go out looking for fights or looking for, you know, bloodshed. But they are rather instituted in order to defend the Constitution um, of the United States. Amen. So, again, three points. The purpose of government is to maintain order, provide public service. And to provide to provide security and defense. So now that we have a basic fundamental understanding of the government, let's transition this question um, in, in regards to a different context. So let's ask this question instead. What is the purpose of our soul? So similar to the government, the purpose of our soul is to one, maintain order two, provide public service and three provide security and defense. So let's talk about this first one. All right. Maintain order. So if you recall what I said earlier in our national government and the United States government, order is maintained through the use of laws and regulations based on our Constitution. Now, whatever you do, whether that's driving a vehicle, whether that's walking down the street, whether that's starting a business, Whatever you do here has to be based on the law in order for it to be right. OK, in order for order to be maintained. All right. So to transition back to the government of our soul or to our soul, rather, there are laws and regulations set in place for everything we do. And these laws and regulations are predicated on our Constitution, which is the Bible. Amen. So let's take a look here at Second Timothy three sixteen. And it reads, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. So, again, we see here that the word of God is our constitution. The, our soul or our government is predicated on the constitution and our constitution is the word of God or the Bible. Amen. So. Why is why is this so important? Why is it so important? So like our Constitution, the word of God will bring order to your life. It will also illuminate which path for you to take 
according to Psalms 119-105, and it reads, the word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. The word will also check your motives, your actions, your hidden intentions, your hidden agendas that nobody else knows. The word, the word will check you, okay? And we can see this in Hebrews 4.12, and it reads, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. All right. So also, according to the U.S. Constitution, we have inherent rights such as life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. According to our United States Constitution, we have these inherent rights. They belong to us no matter what. Likewise, in our Constitution or our Bible, rather, we also have inherent rights. In fact, there are over 1000 promises that God has for you throughout the word of God promises just for you. But what good is any of this if we don't even know the word, if we don't even know our constitution? All right. So let's 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 point this out as well. We don't need to misuse or abuse the word. We don't need to misuse or misinterpret what the constitution is saying. All right. We have to be very careful not to abuse or misinterpret what what is being said in the Bible. Though this is the word of God, people can still maliciously misinterpret or abuse what is being said. You know, it's amazing how many people will try to use the word of God to justify their sins, to justify to just people will say, you know, God made everything. So it's OK to smoke. People will use the word of God to justify their sinful acts. Or we also have certain groups of people who would try to say that, well, you know, I don't believe in that thing. The Bible just contradicts itself. You know, I don't want to believe something that contradicts itself. Well, let's take a look here at Matthew's four, chapters four, verses five through seven. Um, as we see Satan uh, even try to misuse the word of God against Jesus. All right, let's see this right here. And it reads, then the devil took him to the holy city. Speaking of Jesus, uh, the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off for the scripture says he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up in their hands. So you won't even hurt a foot on a stone. But Jesus responded. The scripture also says you must not test the Lord your God. So we see here that the devil tries to misinterpret or misuse the Constitution, a.k.a. the Bible against Jesus. But because Jesus was full of the word, he was able to rightly use the word against the devil who attempted to abuse and misuse the word against him. Amen. So this is why it's so essential for us to to read the word, to fill yourself with the word of God, to fill yourself with your constitution. You have to read. You have to know your constitution. You have to read your constitution. Amen. Um, and there's truly no excuse. There's, there's truly, truly no excuse not to feed yourself. Uh, your spirit, may, to, rather, there is no excuse not to feed yourself. All right, you have to feed, you have to feed your spirit, man. You know, it, reading the Word of God, this Bible is food for your spirit. Amen. Now, you may be saying, "Well, Caleb, I've tried reading it, you know, but it, it just doesn't make sense to me." You know, I, I tried it. You know, I tried reading it. I tried reading the parables. I tried reading the Old Testament. It just, it just hasn't clicked in my mind, you know. So I'm not gonna read it. 
You know, you may be saying this, uh, or you may be saying, I don't, I just don't understand it. You know, I want to understand it, but I just, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Well, let's take a look here at 1 Corinthians 2, uh, verse 11. It says this, no one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. So the fact of the matter is, is that when you begin to try to interpret this word from a carnal mind, you will run into problems. When you begin to read this word based off your own understanding, you will run into problems. Amen. So we can only truly understand the word of God by his spirit. Amen. This is his word. This is God's word. So think about it like this. If, if I'm telling somebody something and, 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 and that person goes to tell somebody else and the second person that, that is told misinterprets what is being said by the person who said it that wasn't me, wouldn't it make sense for that person to come to me to get the understanding? In the same manner, why, why read this word? Why read, why read this precious Bible and try to get understanding through your own mind we can, when you can go back to the one who created the word and receive understanding? All right. So again, we receive understanding through the uh, re we receive understanding of the word of God through his Holy Spirit. And he promises us his spirit at the point of salvation. Amen. So if you're saying that the word doesn't make sense to you, then you should simply just ask God for understanding. If we read here in James one verses five through seven, it reads, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So if you really want to understand this word, if you really seek to understand your constitution, but you truly do lack understanding, Ask God for understanding and he will give it to you generously. But when you ask him, make sure that you ask him in faith. Whenever you ask God, ask him with a heart of expectation that he will grant you what you're asking for. And, and again, he will give it to you generously. And I'll tell you the truth. If you begin to do this, if you begin to read this word and you run to and you run into places where you just truly don't understand what is being said, if you begin to ask God for understanding, truly ask from a place of expectation when you ask him, I'm telling you, you will be surprised at the stuff that will begin to just pop out at you in the Bible. You will be surprised, amazed, astonished at the revelation that is hidden throughout his word. Amen. So, again, you may also be saying, well, I just have a difficult time remembering what the scripture says sometimes. You know, I can't recall like Jesus did or like other believers can, you know, for the matter of fact, that actually intimidates me. You know, you know, pastor, you know, he can quote scriptures on the back of his hand. He this person can quote scriptures. That person can quote scriptures. I can't do it. Well, we can read here in John 14, 26. It reads, but when the father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything. He will remind you of everything I have told you. So when you begin to read this word, even if you think you have bad memory, you will be surprised how in certain situations 
whether it's the enemy trying to attack you or whether maybe you're evangelizing to a friend, sharing the good news of Jesus to somebody, you'll be surprised at the scriptures that pop into your head all of a sudden. And I'm telling you, it's not you. It's the Holy Spirit bringing those things back to your remembrance because that's what the scripture says. Amen. So, again, it's important to read your constitution daily. It's important to read your word daily. We have to take it in daily because it is food for our spirit, man. Amen. And of course, whenever you as you begin, the more you begin to take in, whenever you get into certain situations, the Holy Spirit will bring it back up to your remembrance. You ain't got to worry about that. It's his job to do that. And he will do it. Amen. So we have to, guys, we also have to stop making excuses. We, we need to stop saying, well, I just don't have time. I don't have time to read the word. We, we oftentimes, you know, try to excuse ourselves from reading the word of God by telling ourselves that we don't have time. Well, we all actually have time. In fact, each and every day, we all have the same amount of time. The problem is we just choose what we make time for. So we make time to check our social medias. We make time to watch our favorite TV series. We make time to watch the national championship college football. We make time for our loved ones. We make time to eat. But we can't take 30 minutes. We can't take we can't take 30 minutes aside and read the Bible. We can't take 50 minutes aside and read the Bible. You can't take five minutes aside of your busy day to read the Bible. Amen. It's not because you don't have time. It's because you don't make time. That's what the issue is. You have to make time. You make time for stuff that is important. If you really want to read this word, you will find time to do it. Whatever you want to do something, whenever you want to, when you're making plans with your friends and you know you have a busy work schedule, you're going to make those plans happen. Yeah, you will. So make time for this Bible. Make time to read this word. Don't stop making excuses. There's, there's no more, no more time. Stop. Wasting time making excuses and use that wasted time that you trying to find making excuses on the word of God. OK, amen. So even if that's just starting with a scripture a day, I'm not saying you just have to hop into it and, and read three hours. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is you have to start somewhere. So if that's what a scripture a day, do that. You have to start somewhere and just continue to as you begin to even start, even if it's small, continue to ask God for the grace to help you read more and more and more. And I promise you that desire and that hunger to want to read the word will begin to come and it will get stronger and stronger and stronger. Amen. So, again, this is the first point. All right. Um, the purpose of our soul is to maintain order and order is predicated on our constitution a.k.a. the Bible. All right. So let's move on to the second point, shall we? So the second point for the purpose of our government or the purpose of our soul is to provide public service. All right. So when the government or rather when, it, when the government provides public services, the government provides these services to the general public to benefit the people. All right. So in the same manner, we all have a public, me and you, we all have a public service or purpose and assignment that we were created for. All right. So though we all have different services or purposes while uh, we are here, there is definitely one purpose that we should all be on one accord. And we can see this in Matthew 22 verses 37 to 39. And it reads, Jesus replied, love your Rather, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. 
So again, we all have different assignments in this life. We all have a purpose in this life, but this is the first thing that God requires from everybody. Amen. So the Lord God is saying, love me first with all your heart. And the beautiful, the beautiful thing about this is that once you begin to do this, he will actually reciprocate his love back to you and he will love you unconditionally. You have no idea how much the Lord loves you. He wants to love you so much and he, you have to love on him first. And the more you love on him, the more he'll love on you. Amen. He wants you to. Sh and not only this, he wants you to show this love. Uh, not rather, he wants to show you how much he loves you and how much he cares for you. Um, but we must also, again, and according to the scripture, we have to love our neighbor as well. We have to love those around us. Yes, that includes that stuck-up girl that always give you the stinker. Yes, that includes those people at work who think you don't know that they talk bad about you, but they talk bad about you like a dog. Yes, that includes the person who has done you wrong and you feel that you have every right to hate them. You still have to love them. No one in that. No one is excluded. Amen. So when we're talking about public services, we should all first and foremost love God and love our neighbor. And our neighbor is everybody. Nobody is excluded. Not one person. Amen. One thing for sure is that God did. Rather, one thing for sure is that God did not create you out of pity. He didn't create you because he has some extra spare parts or anything like that. He didn't create you out of pity, but rather he created you on purpose for a purpose in this particular time. All right. So you are not an accident. You're not here by accident, nor are you here by mistake. But you are here because there is something that needs to be done that only you can do. You are here because you have purpose, but you can only figure it out by going through him. Amen. You can't find it through taking psychedelics, nor can you find it by looking at your horoscope. There is only one way to figure out why you were here, why you were created for what your purpose is. And you have to go to the creator to get that. You can't find it through anything else but through the creator. Amen. Let's take a look here at Romans 12 and 2. And it reads as follows. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn rather then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So, again, stop trying to figure out God's will for you through fortune tellers or through drugs or through other people, but rather let God first transform you by changing the way you think. And again, once we begin, once we begin to follow the constitution or the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to change you, then and only then will you begin to realize God's will for you. Amen. So what he has for you, your purpose or rather his purpose, the purpose that he has for you is perfect for you. It's perfect. In fact, you are perfectly compatible for the purpose that God has for you. From all the way down to the way you were made to your personality, your personality, everything about you is compatible with the purpose that God has for you. And I'm telling you, once you begin to realize his will for your life, everything and I mean everything about you will begin to make so much sense. Amen. So just to recap on this second point for your soul. You are meant to provide. You are meant to provide public services 
with love being the first and foremost service, as well as following God's will for you, which is which can only be found by allowing him to change you and by going to him to let him expose his purpose for you. Amen. So let us get to the last rather. Let us go to the last point. Um, rather, let us get to the last point, um, which is to provide security and defense. Now, because we're running short on time, uh, we're going to have to get to this point next time. So I just pray that you receive this word today. I pray that you got something from it. I pray that it blessed you. Um, and I pray that you continue to stay with me through the series, stay with us through the series as we continue to progress forward. Now, as we do close out today, um, I do want to offer the chance for anybody out there who isn't a believer, who who may, be, who may have stumbled across this video, who may have stumbled across this podcast, and you're thinking to yourself, well, all of this sounds good, but you know, I'm no Christian, I'm no believer, I don't know who Jesus is. Well, I wanna give you the opportunity today to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen, so if you want to just repeat after me, repeat these things after me, repeat these words after me, um, say, Father, I come for you today, Lord God. Father God, I need you, Lord God. I have sinned against you, Lord. I have messed up, Lord. And I want to change my life. I want to turn from the things that I have done. I want to turn from the things that, 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 that I know are bad. And I want to turn to something greater. That greater is you, Lord. Lord God, I believe that you died on the cross for me. Lord God, I believe that you gave your son for me, Father. I believe that you did this, and I believe that you did it because you love me. Lord, I confess with my mouth today that you are my Lord and Savior. I confess with my mouth that I believe in you, Lord Jesus. And I receive your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Amen. I believe if you've done this, you have just entered the best family that this world, or any world of that matter, has to offer. Amen. So that's all that I have for you today. Uh, I pray that you continue to stay with us throughout this series because there's plenty of more. Amen. So uh, I'm going to pray us out today and we're going to, I'm going to see you on y'all's way and we'll be back next time. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just thank you today, Lord God. We thank you for this precious word, Lord God, that, that we have received, Lord God. I thank you for this precious word that you have given me the grace and the ability to give out to the people, to give out to the one person that you know that needs it, Lord God. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I pray that as we receive this word, Lord God, I pray that it is planted into our hearts, Lord God, and I pray that it produces the fruit, Lord God, that is 20, 40, and 60 times of what was actually planted, Lord God. Lord God, we receive this word today, Lord God. We receive this word and we will act on this word, Lord God. We won't, we won't just hear it, Lord God. We won't just be hearers of your word, but we will be doers of your word in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We will get into your constitution, Lord. We will, we will begin to learn your constitution, Lord God. We will begin to study your constitution and we pray that we, we pray that you give us the desire to want to have more of your constitution, to want to have more of a hunger for your constitution, to want to have more of a hunger for your word. And Lord God, we ultimately want to serve you, Lord God. We want to please you in all that we do, Lord God. We pray this prayer today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, everybody. I'll see you all next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. 
It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.